Coming to you from the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. It's your favorite show, right? With the best be. intro song. That's right. <laughs> it is. It's a great intro song. You gotta song. jam. Good. You gotta jam. Still you gotta love move. it. Even Coach is moving here. In oh, the- yeah. You're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast. We are a podcast that deals with football in San Antonio. We are a podcast that deals with football. I did that wrong, didn't I? And We're a podcast more? that deals with football. We're a podcast that deals with football in Texas. We're a podcast that deals with football in San Antonio. Yep. We're a podcast that deals with football in San Antonio, specifically around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the National Arena League. Be kicking off in about six weeks. No, no less, no, than, less that. than that. Yeah, yeah like, it's like le- four weeks. Less than thirty days now. It's go time. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Philip Ingenbotham. I'm one of the hosts, and join joining me as always. I've got R.C. Woods. Hello, everybody. And I got Leo Yamas. What's up, Gunslingers Posse? And we've got a special guest with us today. We do. We've teased this a couple of times. Oh, we've yeah. hoped to get this a couple of times, but we've got Coach Fred Shaw. How you doing? Guns Hello. up. Let's Head go. coach of the San Antonio Guns Gunslingers up, I like with that. us. And we're going to get to learn a little bit about him, maybe a lot about him today. Um, but uh, where should we start? Well... I think we talk. I, let, let's talk about a little bit of background. I mean, okay. yeah. some some of the people listening are going to be familiar with the name Fred Shaw because of uh, some other football back sure. back in the day here in San Antonio. But for those who aren't, let's uh, let's get a little bit of a background on on you, Coach. Well, I mean, hey, I started uh, playing arena football. I would say in '06, uh, I started in Oklahoma City. Uh, we had a team that's called uh, the Yard Dogs. Uh, Tommy Grady, he was my quarterback. At oh, that wow. time, so mm-hmm. we know that name. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, he was my name. he was a rookie at that time, so uh, he was my quarterback, and um, I went on to play in Oklahoma City for four years, you know, to 2010, and then I uh, moved to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was the Talons. The Tulsa Talons, yes. Right? Yeah. So I played mm-hmm. in 2011 with the Tulsa Talons, and then San Antonio, you know, they got the Talons. You know, they bought the team, and I came out here with them, you know, and the rest was history, man. I loved every bit of San Antonio. Now, y'all amazing. played in the Alamo Dome back yes. then, yeah? Yes. With the big blue amazing. curtain. Right. And you were there. I was there. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, and I were both there. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyed those games very much. Yeah, I never made it out to one of those. It was one of those things that I was always like, man, I need to go out and catch one of those. Never did. Great time. Great yeah. time. And, and that's why the towns don't exist anymore is because there were way too many people like me that was like, mm, I need to go out there and catch that. Right. You go to ca- catch it while you can, man, because you never know. Right. For Another, sure, Stephen Canto was there. I know he oh, yeah. right. and, super uh, fan. He's he was everywhere. running around with that that flag and the the camo blue, mm-hmm. right? The flag man. Uh, and so is that is that the end of your playing career? Well, was here no, at the Talents? No. Uh, well, okay. I played uh, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, which is the, nice. uh, Gladiators. A beautiful. And then city. I moved on to Jacksonville, the Sharks. Sure. Actually, oh, okay. I, I played a season with Orlando Predators, too. Gotcha. Nice. A couple of familiar names we'll be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Besides San Antonio, where did you like best? San Antonio. San Antonio is my number one. Okay. uh, Number two? I would have to say uh, Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville is the number two. Now, San Antonio is number one because we have the best uh, breakfast tacos in the world, right? The best tacos, (laughs) the best fan base. uh, It's everything. So, we know what makes San Antonio great. What makes Jacksonville Oh, uh, just the the city, man, the palm trees, the weather. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. Know, just the environment, man. It's a beautiful city. I got that. I understand that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm fixing to move near some palm trees. Right. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Great time. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
uh, how did you get so so? Then you you stopped playing. Yes. Um, and how did you move into coaching? Well, I stopped playing in 2018, I believe, and then I moved into coaching. I uh, became the defensive coordinator in Shawnee, Oklahoma, okay. originally from uh, high school, six oh, nice. A powerhouse, you know, sure. high school. So, and I coached there for four years, and it was just time to you know make a change, man. Gotcha. And then I got into uh, arena football. First year was uh, in uh, Iowa. Okay. Cedar Rapid, Iowa, IFL. So, mm-hmm. coached out there in 2019, and then, you know, the corona came. So, we had mm. right in that season. So. Well, you look 28, so how old were you when you were playing? Like 12? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look super yeah. young all yeah. these years. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, I'm 38 now. So, okay. You know, I love it. The thing about it is, man, just keeping yourself up. You know, it must you keep good. you young. Yeah, look good, feel good, and play good. That's the main thing. Right, like Leo. That's, that's the deal. That's our yeah. plan. Yeah. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's our <laughs> motto. <laughs> Uh, eat, eat goods not in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Having yeah, a few drinks. Be, yeah. How about that? Um, and then last year you did some coaching. Yes. yes and who I were did. you coaching with last year? Uh, North Texas Bulls. And I'm we're not going to even hold that against you. No, like we're no, going to we're, no, we're going to be okay with bygones that. Bygones are bygones. Right. That's right. Right. That, was, that was all last year. <laughs> yeah. You know. It was what year. it was. So tell me. So we know, and our our listeners know what we thought of the AAL. And right. I don't want to dive too far back into that, but. I would love to know from somebody who also experienced that, mm-hmm. but experienced that from a different yes. uh, uh, team than we did, a different organization. What were your thoughts just but, going through that season with the AAL? Well, you know, I, I mean, coming from uh, San Antonio, the Townlands, and uh, Jacksonville, and Orlando, even Philadelphia, it was it was different. It was yeah. different. You know, it was a challenge. You know, at sometimes, you know, like I said, we went to El Paso, and you know, we. Got out there oh yeah, y'all we, actually went out to El Paso yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. got out there and there was no game. Yeah, that was rough. Play, oh. So it was pretty bad. But uh, I mean, the thing about it is, man, we uh, we played our games, and uh, if you love playing games, it really it really doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. once the, uh, the scoreboard's on, you guys make plays and let's go. So that's what it was about for us. So you guys in North Texas, uh, you know, just narrowly squeaked out uh, a win over us to take the mm-hmm. uh, the. Texas first, division. First well, I was I was thinking all the way at the end of the season. Oh, I mean, you go out to Charlotte where they're supposed to just drum you because yes. they've been drumming everybody right. they played. Right. Yeah, but they're playing teams outside of Texas. Yes. So right. yeah, yes. come on, man. Uh, what point did you guys know uh, going up to Charlotte? Did y'all know before you even even yes. got on the bus to go up to yes, Charlotte actually, that this was going to be a game that yes. people didn't expect? Actually, we did. We watched film on those guys and. Um, you know, the Gunslingers was the, the team that, you know, it was the team to beat. You know, those guys gave us the run for the money last year. So, we wasn't worried about Charlotte at that point. We watched mm. film on them, and then we watched the film against the Gunslingers. We was like, hey, the Gunslingers was the best team that we faced, you know. Mm-hmm. So, when we went there, we had – it was focused. Those guys was focused. So, not that this will make any of the Gunslingers fans feel any better, mm-hmm. but if things break differently in that final game and the Gunslingers win and we go up to Charlotte, mm-hmm. do we do we walk uh, all yeah. over the thunder, uh, too? Uh, well, the Gunslingers uh, win by 14. Okay. 14. Okay. Yeah. So, there you go. Was, That's how close yeah. we were to a championship. Yeah. <laughs> was Charlotte overconfident, you think? Did what, yes. They come in that game just well, thinking it was going to be, you know. A little cocky. Yeah. A little cocky, oh, okay. but, yeah. Man, I mean, like you said, once the, uh, the scoreboard – it turned on. We just you know, hit him in the mouth. That's yeah. what it was about. I can remember as that season was winding down and all the talk was about Charlotte and how great Charlotte was was and how the big numbers they were putting up on people. We were looking, and I, I you can probably go back and listen to this show at the end of last season and us looking at who they played and going, 
I don't know what this means. Yeah. I don't know that this means a whole lot. So what? Yeah. Um, Did you guys get rings? Oh uh, yes, the, the rings are getting made. And you're right not now. wearing it? Uh, we haven't we uh, haven't received them yet. Okay. So uh, I would say next month we'll have our rings. All right, I want to see that. Yes. All right, so <laughs> definitely you you win the uh, the championship, the AAL championship with North mm-hmm. Texas, and tell us how you wind up back in San Antonio. How how uh, how did you make contact, or how did the gunslingers make contact with you? How does this happen that right. you wind up right. with the head coach here? So after uh, the gun uh, the Bulls, North Texas Bulls. I actually went to Albuquerque uh, to help those guys out. They uh, released a head coach, right? Because and, uh, and then um, yeah, can't remember his name. What's his name, Leo? Robert Kent. There Kent you go, Jr. Robert Jr. Kent. Yes. Yeah, because I, I got a mental block there yes. because he <laughs> was the bane of my existence <laughs> for that season. Like he was a lot of the reason yes. that oh, North he, Texas was. He was a big reason, yeah, yeah, because yes, he was settled and and a veteran and knew mm-hmm. what he yep. was doing, and yep. that kind of picked us apart a couple yep. of times. Yep. Definitely, and he he actually went to take the head coaching job at Albuquerque because they let their uh, head coach go at the right. time, and uh, I believe they was a. Uh, Four and I believe four and eight or four maybe four and six at the time with a losing record and we got out there and we changed that whole program around and you know within uh, six weeks and those guys uh, was one game out of the championship game from winning it all so and then after that I mean I just connect with Hector and uh, I just told him what I thought about the program and the organization and so the rest was history me and him made a, you know had a great conversation and we made it happen. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yep. Um, I'm glad you did. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in no other organization but the Gunslingers. I like it. Mm-hmm. So you worked your way back to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, and you plan on, uh, you're obviously here this season, mm-hmm. but you plan on being with this organization and in this, this sort of position for a while? Yes. I'm Building being, I'm, something here? Yes, I, I definitely want to be here for, you know, a, a long time, you know, and the thing about it is, you know, everybody wants to win, a winner, you know, so it's just taking games at a time. So other than the city, which is something you already said you loved, um, other than a, an organization that you had already seen and you'd seen the talent there, mm-hmm. um, other than those two things, what was the big selling point for you to, to say, was it the jump to head coach? Because you hadn't been no. a head coach up to this no. point. Was it that kind of jump, or was it just uh, you know, was it something else that you go, no, this is this is the right opportunity? Yeah, because I'm guessing this wasn't the only opportunity no, you had. No, out definitely, there. it was uh, it was at least five opportunities that I had and sure. that I turned down for the gunslinger. So, but it, it's I think it's the the people out here. I just I just love it. I just love everyone out here. It's just it's just the home feel for me. Gotcha. You know? Do you have family here? Uh, I mean, I don't have like blood family, but I, I do have family here that I call family. So. Like, it's just, you know, just people that just showed me, you know, open arms, and I love it here, so. Good. Yeah. Now, when you were at North Texas, did they have a podcast? They didn't, did they? Oh, uh, no podcast. No, no okay. podcast oh, at all. Just the gunslingers. Yeah. It's okay. just had a bunch of athletes out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which the gunslingers. Now, now, we talk about that, uh, but you brought some of those athletes down yes. with yeah. you. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Um, we want to talk about that a little later. When we okay. get into one of the later segments, I want to talk to you about some of these guys you brought with oh, yeah, you because definitely. they were names that I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say I. I I disliked those guys, Mm -hmm. but they gave me apoplexy from time to time. (laughs) And now I have to turn around and start cheering for these guys. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the the team you're putting together so far. Um, How about you? Are you – because fans want to know you. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you – 
We try Mary? to ask kids. Uh, yes, I have uh, two beautiful girls. Two awesome. beautiful girls, yeah. How old, how old are they? Well, one of them's 14, and my other one just turned seven. So. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. you're in trouble. Good luck with that. It? <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, it's beautiful. I got an 18, I a 16, and a 10-year-old, yeah. all girls, and you've got it. a girl. You've got, yeah. I've got two girls and a son. Yeah, my, yeah. my girls are 27 and 25 now. Right. Okay. So I've, I've been okay. through that age that age level, so just brace yourself, coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> good my luck girls, with that. They're pretty good. they they easy, you know. Yeah. As long as you give them an iPad and an iPhone, everything else is history. So, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm that way too. If you give me an iPhone and iPad, I can usually <laughs> and a mic. I, I can usually, yeah, and a microphone. Right. I can usually entertain right. myself. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. But uh, other than uh, the wife, no, I'm a, uh, I'm not uh, married right now at okay. the time. So, all right. Yeah. Um. Now you have your girls with you? Uh, yes, with yes, I have them. Okay. Uh, I have them with me uh, in the summer times and with mom during school. So, okay, yeah. all right. Um, always something we got to work out. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Are they coming for the first game? Oh yes, definitely. Oh cool. Be here. Very be cool. Here. Nice. Yep. Turn us on. I can't wait for that first game. I just feel like to have that crowd inside yeah. that coliseum. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be lightning and thunder in oh, there. Yeah. You know, it's going to be that's in Charlotte. Something thunder to, is in Charlotte. Well, yeah, we're gonna show them a, a, brand, a, a brand of, of yeah. gunslinger thunder down here. So now, do you know if we have um, Andy Anderson coming in on that horse? I have no idea. Should from, I call him? I have him? not heard. I'll, from, get, I'll give him a call. From what I understand, no. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that might be a friend. Do you know who Andy Anderson is? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I saw I saw hmm. something yeah. somewhere that I think that they were doing something different, but I don't know. Oh, okay. You never know. I don't know. I mean, we know they're making changes to Sheriff Power, but he yep. will be Sheriff Power. Right. We know that. Um, we got new cheerleaders. So yeah, enough. and we got to talk about that because they got a name, and I'm interested in what your thoughts are, but we want to talk about that a little later. Okay, well, I'll but be did there. You see that? I did, I did. Are you going to go try out? Of course. Okay. You should. And I, I, I can still You'll do a cartwheel. I can do a cartwheel and I can do the splits. I got to stretch for two weeks. That's why I'm working out now, but I can do oh, the yeah. splits. Guaranteed, yeah. and we're going to sponsor a cheerleader, right? Like we did last year. I, I guess we are because you've yeah. already put that on I Facebook. Did, I so. did put it on Facebook. <laughs> News to y'all. Guess yeah. what? We're sponsoring a cheerleader. I assume we are. I, yeah. I, I I didn't know if I missed a message somewhere or something, but uh, I did you see may it have. pop up on Facebook. You know, same thing from last year. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, you. Grew up in Oklahoma. Yes. Yes. And we won't hold that against you, please. <laughs> In the Shawnee area? Is that yeah, Shawnee, Oklahoma, okay. yes. Um, what uh, do you follow? Well, uh, who's your college team? Oklahoma State. Okay, that's okay. Cowboys. That's, that's way better than yeah. the Sooners. Yes. 100%. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't love the Cowboys, but I don't hate them either. Yeah. I hate the Sooners. Yeah, I do <laughs> so I'm like okay with that. Uh, and then how about Pro Bowl? Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I, Okay. Awesome. This is our yep. coach, folks. That's this right. is the guy. Dallas, Dallas now, now, I was talking to Coach before the show, and, and we I asked him that question. I said, oh, Philip's going to be real happy. With yeah, no, very happy. Yes. Very happy. That's we finally squad. we finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. He noticed my Broncos hat that I'm wearing right now. He said, my Coach Shaw didn't, didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> no, I mean. Not at all. <laughs> if you're a Cowboys fan and you have a problem with the I mean, there was a Super Bowl back there that we played each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Dallas a long time ago. Dallas won that one, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yes. They did. Um, so, how can you be bad? I'm bad at the Steelers. I'm mad at the Green Bay Packers because they knock us out of the playoffs all the time. I'm not mad about the Broncos. Eagles. The Eagles. 
Ugh. There were plenty of Cowboys the, fans. The, the Commanders. The Ugh. Washington Commanders. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> there were plenty of Cowboys fans that were mad at us in the game this past season. This just, just Well, and there's season. actually a pipeline historically between these two organizations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Craig Morton, who played yep. quarterback for us for a while, went over there. Uh, Tony Dorsett made that switch. Um, we've got a couple of guys this year that have made yeah, that switch. One, yeah. one very vocally um, that I'd be interested when we get into this third segment and get into some football stuff. I want mm-hmm. to talk to you a little. I want to warn you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch out. <laughs> About your guy you got coming in. Uh-oh. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a pipeline there. There I, is. And, and, and Craig Morton was the quarterback of that Super Bowl team for the Broncos right. when they played the Cowboys. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, what uh, – God, I'm already getting off into this. Have you heard this rumor about uh, Elway and Manning trying to put together an ownership group? I heard a rumor about each of them trying to do that separately, but no, not together. I'm hearing they're getting, now they're doing it together. Hear, I'm hearing they're starting to make some connections together. I wouldn't be surprised. Because um, the Bowen family is selling the team. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, no. And why not? Like, why wouldn't Elway and Manning, you know. It makes sense. They got the money. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's an yeah, investment. Yeah, they got the time. And they have the football knowledge and pedigree. They do. And, they, well, in their names. Like so. they, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's they're, a lot of good going on there. Yeah. So. yeah, it's 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 not good to be an NFL team without an ownership group. You know, they've had this trust in place for a while. And I think a lot of that has to, you know, attribute to some of the struggles they've had recently. You, you yeah. have to have some ownership there. Yeah, it's tough. To take, yeah. uh, you know, responsibility for some of the upper higher level decisions, stuff like that. Yeah, you need an owner that can really take control of the team. Fire mm-hmm. general managers and not hire one of their own and just take control <laughs> right. of the team and make all the decisions for the team. That's the best way. Sounds right. a lot to, like <laughs> Sounds like us. That's really the best way to build a Super Bowl team. Uh, That's obviously the best way to do it. I hate you, Jerry Jones. Um, (laughs) Jerry Jones. Mm. I don't hate you. Who's your favorite um, football player? All time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would have to say Michael Irvin. Okay. There you go. Okay, what is it about the playmaker that you love? I just, I mean, he always, he makes plays. Uh, I just love the way he celebrates sometimes, you know. And uh, he was a leader. I felt like he was a leader, you know. Came to play every game. Yeah. It was never a game that I, I mean, that I saw him play that he wasn't ready. Yeah. I liked liked Michael Irvin. I had a lot of respect for the guy because when he was playing and even after he's playing, he's – you know he'll 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 like you said a leadership and yeah. he's kind of as a comp very competitive and when he's playing against you he's like in your face yes but not disrespectful not he didn't cr- yes. he didn't cross boundaries at mm-hmm. least as far as i know um you know but but he was definitely there to play and he let you know about it when mm-hmm. he was on the field well and he was a guy that dedicated himself to being the best he could on the field. Yes. Now he got crazy Master in some other areas yeah, too. Definitely not yes. But certainly with the nineties <laughs> Cowboys, as you read more and you you hear more stories about them, there were some guys that just went nuts. Uh, but there were a couple of guys that didn't. And Aikman, Novacek, and Michael Irvin are those guys that you know Aikman and Novacek didn't really go all that crazy. Mm-hmm. Michael did yes. a little bit with Emma some Smith. outside stuff. Um Emmett got kind of complacent yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and some of those kind of things. But Michael Irvin was the guy that showed up early for practice, stayed late after yes. practice. Yes. Um, then he went off and did all the stuff he got yes, in trouble for. Definitely. But he was that kind of guy. So I like Michael yeah, Irvin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Did you say what position you played when you were playing? Yes. Uh, I didn't say it. Okay. Uh, I was a receiver and a defensive back, so I, I'm familiar with this uh, Iron Man game. So. Okay. Yeah, I want to get yeah. into yeah. some of that. Talk about uh, there. yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of talk about um, here in a few minutes about that idea of Iron Man football and what that's going to mean. Um, let's do this. Let's take a break right here for a second um, and let Coach get a drink. And What are you uh, drinking right now? Uh, yeah, what is it? Just a little little water. You know. okay. Are you sure that's water? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Isn't that yeah. called French water or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to uh, Coach Fred Shaw about the team he's building and some of the, uh, some of the things uh, about Ironman football that makes this a different thing than we've ever watched before. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back on the Smoking Guns podcast. Stick with us. Smoking Guns podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, and we're sitting down and we're talking with Coach Fred Shaw, Sir. San Antonio Gunslingers, head coach. Now, you're the head coach. Tell us about your the rest of your coaching staff. Okay, yeah. Uh, Trey Harlan, man. I mean, Trey Ivory. Sorry, uh-huh. Trey Harlan is a different, different guy yeah, that we're going to talk about in a minute. <laughs> yeah, but Trey Ivory is a guy that I coached with. I started coaching with him in Iowa. Okay. Cedar Rapids, Iowa was in 2019. And uh, his uh, defensive mindset is just different. Okay. You know, it's different, and it's going to help us out a lot this year. You know, he, he loves the game, so uh, – and he he's always, you know, got those guys flying around, you know, and they always make plays for him. So, uh, I had him last year on the North Texas Bulls. He was the defensive coordinator. Okay. So he's just a good guy, you know, to be around. He's going to help us out. And um, I have an offensive line uh, offensive line coach and a defensive line, Drew Mitchell. Okay. He's a guy – he's well-known in this uh, league. He – he started with me in 05. He was an offensive line and a defensive line. So he's familiar with the Ironman rules, too, and you cool. guys will get to know him better. So Good deal, good deal. Yeah, all these guys are pretty good. So uh, Coach Trey is pretty active on social media. Yes, he is. Yes, he um, is. In fact, I think he and I have gotten in some discussions, and sometimes they were friendly and sometimes they weren't because yeah. he was a Bulls <laughs> yeah. guy and I was yeah. a gunslinger guy. Um, but, yeah, no, we've I know we've had some conversations uh, last year. Through that, uh, mm-hmm. so he's going to handle defense. You're going to yes. handle offense. Yes. Offense. Yes. Okay. Got it all set. Yes. So tell us, without giving the, because I know that this is, mm-hmm. it's all protected. Yes. Um, but what are we going to see? Um, what kind of style? What would you define your offensive style uh, as being? Well, I want those guys just. To, uh, we're going to move fast. We're going to uh, play fast, and uh, we're going to score a lot of points. Okay. You know, and that's the main thing. Uh, I believe the the highest points you guys scored last year was maybe forty six, maybe. That sounds know. about right. Yeah, yeah. that's probably mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking to I'm just keeping it around. I'm looking to average seventy points. You know. Yeah, because forty six is not a high score not for a high not in arena league. Yeah. No, but it was just that outstanding defense that was able to keep the yes. scores low. Yes. Do you expect to be able to keep scores low at least for the opponent to that level as well, or? I mean, these guys that we're going to play against is a pretty good, you know, pretty good team. So yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be hard at times. But the thing about it is, as long as we score in points, you know, just give the defense some time, you know, to get it together, you know, get the feel of the game, and we'll be all right. We'll it's be a track right. meet. Yeah, we'll be yeah. all right. We so want to score fast, though. Yeah. You say offensively, you want to play fast. Are you looking at kind of no huddle sets and and trying to move up to the line fast and and wear out that other defense? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. We never know. We never know. We'll see, you know. That's too close. Yeah. That's too close yeah. to the quick. He's yeah. not going right. to give me that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know last year a lot of the guys were small but fast. Yeah. Uh, what kind of players are you looking for this year? 
Uh, I'm looking at the smaller guys. I, okay. I mean, you know, me as a defensive back, uh, you know, the guys that gave me the most problems was the small guys. Okay. You know, you know getting up under those those bigger guys is just, you know, it's kind of easy. You can lose them yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah, when they're but that those quick. small guys is just like, man, you know, you got to really focus in on those guys. So We had a couple of guys last year that came out of the backfield, Sean Mueller and uh, Chris Bustamante. They were yeah. short, oh, yeah. little guys. Yeah. And they would come out of the backfield, and I truly believe that defenses lose them from yes, time to time they do. because yeah. they squirt out of yeah. this this offensive formation. And I didn't even see him. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know where he was coming from. It's pretty hard, man. It's pretty hard guarding those guys. But the difference is, we got big guys that move just like them this year. Oh, so okay. That's well, that's the difference. That's, that's special difference. right there when yes. you can have a combination of size yes. with that speed. Then that's mm-hmm. really dangerous. Yes, yes, and we have yeah. that. So it's going to be a lot of uh, playmakers out there this year. Uh, you say you want to move fast, you want to score fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I don't think we ever got a really decent handle on last year was a running, running game. game. Is yes. that something that uh, – oh, yes. I know we've got one guy that uh, checks in on us all the time from California, Todd. Todd, we're mentioning yeah. you again. Oh, that's right. Um, and he's very concerned yes. with making sure that we have a solid running game. What can you tell us about the running game? Yeah, we're not we're – not too worried about the running game because that's in the plans you know uh we're going to run the ball and we're going to run it a lot so uh we're not too concerned about that so i don't want to give too much away sure but, i mean you know I, I listen you know and i heard things but <laughs> as a head coach man you just got to you know just sit back and just do your job sure you know so how's the competition for the quarterbacks it's, it's pretty thick right now it's pretty thick it, Tell me, tell me about your quarterback room right now. Yeah, because this is the position that everybody always always thinks about and cares about the most. Should they, uh, you know, I don't know. I could make a case well, that it's the most important it's position the most on important your field. Position, it is. Yeah. Um, but I could yeah. also, you know, that you can go a long way with a manage with a quarterback that just manages the game yes. if everybody else around them is doing right. their job. But tell us a little bit about what you've got right now. You've got. Three or four? We have four. We have um, four. We have. Uh, who have you got in that quarterback room right now? Well, of course we have David from last year. You and know. So tell us what you – we've had lots of conversations. Lots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lots and lots of conversations about David. Some of them a little heated. Right. As well. Everybody's convinced I hate David. I don't. Um, okay. But uh, tell us what you, as, as a coach who uh, saw him on the opposite side of the field mm-hmm. last year, as a coach that's working with him this year, what are your impressions of David? What does David do well? Well, I mean, he 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 throws the ball, you know, in the right spots, you know. And, uh, he is. Yeah. He sometimes he, he get kind of rushed, you know, like the pressure kind of, you know, throws him off a little bit and he'll make a bad decision. But that takes the coach, you know, just, you know, tell him to calm down, you know, slow down and, you know, just make the right reads. Every throw that you make doesn't have to be like a touchdown. Sure. So, True. And that's where he got in trouble at. So, okay. But uh, working with David, uh, me, I'm just slow his game down a little bit and okay. just make him into, you know, a better quarterback, arena quarterback. So, okay. And I'm going to ask this question of all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking on David. Oh, no. Somebody thinks I would. He's Somebody's picking on David. That. He's picking on David. Uh, what, what is one thing that you would like to see David? improve at what is what is one thing you'd like to see him do better uh say less say less and just take the coaching don't, okay don't have a response to everything okay so just 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 calm down and just take the coaching and just learn from your mistakes and just grow okay. as a player who else is in that quarterback room and we have jav is uh javin is a good quarterback i worked with him for three years now you know kilgore and uh he's a he's a great quarterback honestly you know okay and uh, he can run, he can throw, he can do it all, honestly, and he's a leader. And that's the main thing about sure. him. And uh, we just traded for another quarterback, is Pendle. You know, he's a good one. 
Okay. So let's go back to Javin for a second. You say okay. he can run, he can throw. Uh-huh. Um, what is one thing that you'd like to see Javin do better at? Well, just me being around him a lot. I mean, he's just a he's a true leader. You know, okay. he's a true leader. So it's not too much that I mean because he sat behind some great quarterbacks, you know, and he learned from a lot. So he don't. It's not too much that he like that I need to like say to him because he learned from those guys already. So all he needs to do is just come and just make plays and you know just do what he's been doing. Sure. Yeah. So he's a he's yeah. a good guy. I just say that that stood out to me a lot when I first when I first saw Javin at that uh, first tryout, um, and he was out there, and you you could tell that quality about him just right off the bat. Sure, it was almost like another coach out there on the field. As a matter of fact, I had someone ask me, "Is that a player or a coach?" Wow, right. and I said, "No, I think that's a player, but he's just out there, you know, picking people up. He's out there, you know, t- helping guys out, but sure. he's he's a player." And you could just – that quality did stand out a lot about him just right off the bat for me, mm-hmm. uh, leadership. And that makes a lot of sense. He's played behind a lot of, you know, really uh, professional and talented guys, yes. and that's something that you pick up from those guys for sure through his experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. Uh, so then you guys made a trade a couple yes. of weeks ago, and you brought in – Pendle. Pendle. Yeah. yeah. David, a, right? Yes. Is it another David? Yes, another okay. David. Yes. Two Davids. And I'm familiar a little bit with him, you know. I haven't got to work with him any, okay. but, I mean, he's a playmaker, too. You know, I watch film on him all the time, so he's a, he's a leader, you know. Now, I have not been able to watch any film. I've looked up some statistics mm-hmm. on this guy, um, but I did listen to our buddies over at Inside the Walls, yep. um, their podcast, and they were very excited about this trade. Yes. Because, apparently, last year when Albany needed uh, Tommy Grady – Yes. Who you know, mm-hmm. uh, to take a step back, some injury issues or just keeping him fresh and ready for playoffs. Um, they were able to uh, pop David in there and did not miss a beat. Yes. Uh, the team was a championship team with yes. Tommy Grady. The team was still a championship caliber team uh, with David in there. And that's exciting as a fan of yeah. the team that now holds his rights. Yes. Um, that That's an exciting thing to hear that the champion team of the league last year where, where was able to use this guy effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that mean that he'll be effective in San Antonio? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know yet. Different team. <laughs> right. You know, different it's all team, different. So, yeah. um, but that's exciting to hear. And so that's three. Who's the fourth? Uh, Chris. Chris uh, Jeffrey. Okay. And he's Tell a, me about him. He's a good quarterback, dual threat. He can uh, pass, you know, run. And uh, he's another leader that we have. So the quarterback room is going to be it's going to be pretty thick and it's going to be some tough decisions that we have to make. So. How many are you planning on carrying on your roster? Only two. Okay. Mm. So you got two. four guys, yeah. all solid guys. Yes. Um, and you're going to have to whittle that down to two. Yes. And that's why I like sitting here with the microphone, and I like that you get to do that job. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, um, yeah. Because that's a hard job. It's tough. It's, tough. Mm-hmm. it's, it's, tough. it's business. Yes, it's tough. It is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, two of those guys are going to be out, and they're going to catch on somewhere else because they're talented guys. And mm-hmm. if that happens, they come back, and, and you hope that – they don't come back and just drum you, but no, no, we'll be ready for anybody that comes to San Antonio. Understood. And when do you plan on making those cuts? It's within the first week. Oh, okay. Really? It's go time. Ooh. For within the first week of training, training camp, camp is camp. what you're talking about. Yes. And when does training well, camp start? Uh, we start on the uh, second. The guys, oh, okay. those guys arrive on the first, so we'll start. Oh. We'll start up on the fourth. 
So we should yeah. be there at practice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that makes sense, too, with training camp being, I mean, relatively short. It's yes. only a couple of weeks. You don't, you you know, you need to make decisions quick because you got to have the guys that you're going to roll with yes. out there taking those reps. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. So. And you're not worried about having training camp along with Fiesta? Oh, no. I'm no, just kidding. Those guys. <laughs> those guys got to stay focused. They got a job to do. Yes. Okay. Stay focused. All right. We'll see. Um, so defensively, mm-hmm. um, tell me about uh, some of the talent you have over there. Tell me about some of the talent that you brought with you, because I think that's where most of the talent that you brought with yeah. you is on the yeah. defensive, defensive side of the ball. Um, so let's start out with a guy you've already mentioned accidentally, um, and Trey Harlan. Yeah, he's a playmaker. He is a playmaker. Oh, playmaker. yeah. Um, he made a lot I rem- of plays. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, remember calling his name. Oh, yeah. Um, not in a good way uh, when we were doing the Gunslingers <laughs> broadcast. Right. Uh, Trey Harlan is a playmaker. Mm-hmm. He is also, if I remember correctly, um, a talker. Like yeah. he yeah. he likes to yeah. make sure you know yeah. he's fiery um, <laughs> that that he's around. Yes, yes. I mean, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't watch him. You know, talk too much. I didn't see him. You know, talk, but. I just, you know, once you you make plays, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little, you know. Sure. Talking. Especially in rivalry as, games. As like long that, as you can back it up. Yeah. Games. They yeah, were. Yeah. They absolutely were. And yeah, as long yeah. as you back it up, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's when you oh, don't. And he did. Yeah, and he, he did. Yeah, he was he the one that knew sign language? Oh. Or the one that was giving signs to the fans? Well, no. I mean, no. Sign language. I don't no. think so. No, sure, that probably wasn't no. sign language. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm talking about or no? Those were the Austin guys, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think that was oh, Austin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's they not were not very language. nice. They were not super nice. Mm-mm. Now, Trey did a lot of talking, um, not necessarily during the game, but outside of the game clock. Okay. Uh, okay. He he makes yeah. it, he's, he's a pretty vocal guy. Between yes. the plays, yeah. Um, yes. And... That's what I remember. I remember leading into that very first game, there was one player that consistently was talking on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was Trey mm-hmm. Harlan, Trey. I believe. Yes. Um, and so that's uh, what I mean when I say he, he tends to talk. But, too. again, if you come out there and back it up. Yes. Man, he you know, did. Yeah. Um, you excited want me to, to have him. Yeah, you want me to stop talking, yeah. shut me up. He will. And if you he, can't shut me up, I'm going to talk. Yeah, so. he'll, he'll back it up. He's, a, he's one of the, the – like. He's a big time playmaker, meaning he could play on both sides, offense and defense. Tell so, me about some of the other guys you brought with you from from the Bulls organization. Uh, Marcel Brooks. Uh, I really, I really brought him in because uh, when we went out to Charlotte, he stepped up and he made big time plays for us. Okay, big time plays for us. He's a defensive back, so and uh, he wasn't scared to you know to catch the motion. You know the motion is the receiver that's coming full speed at you, mm-hmm. and most guys don't want to sit there at two yards and try to you know mm-hmm. stop these guys and hit them. But I mean he was fearless when it came to that, so he's going to help us out a lot too. And then there's another guy you brought with you, um, and his name is escaping me right now. Um, or remind me, maybe maybe this didn't happen like I thought it did. Um, but he's an offensive line, defensive line guy, big old guy. I'm trying to think which. I think that was like an early announcement. Yeah. And then I I want to say maybe Jason or someone told us that that didn't fall through. Like he went with someone else. Yes. He wanted, he didn't think that we was going to go into the NAL. So he wanted to go to the, uh, another league because he didn't know what we was had going on. I told him, I just said, be patient, just be patient, you know, just wait on us, you know, because we're going to, we're going to go to the biggest league that there is right now. And right. he was like, ah, coach, you know, the communication is kind of off. And I'm like, there's no communication to give you right now. So just be patient mm-hmm. and wait on us, you know. But he decided to uh, 
you know, go elsewhere. But he did call me and was like, hey, coach, uh, you think I can come back when an announcement was made? And I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> you told you to be patient. <laughs> you, you made your decision. <laughs> if things work out. Yeah. You know, if things break just right and there's an yeah. opportunity, maybe and you come back. Maybe and that's exactly down the what road. I told yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I told you. But for now, no. Yeah. Uh, you made your decision, and, and we've made it. our decision. Yep. Um, so the NAL, mm-hmm. um, that's such a great segue. You're good at this. You should do this all the time. Um, that's a great segue, talking about going to the that. NAL, because the NAL is the only league I know of that has decided, and they decided during this offseason, we've talked about this some, to go to Ironman football. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about your understanding of what that has to look like, because we've gotten, I've read the rules. I've talked, we've talked with ownership about the rules, but I think it's almost one of those things that we're going to have to see in practice or see not in in practice in game, you know, game time before we truly understand it. Tell me your understanding of how that's going to work. I mean, it's, it's really pretty simple. Like these guys don't have to come off the field unless they just get just tired, you know? Right. You guys can play both sides of the ball. It's like high school all over Mm. again. Right. So if you guys don't get tired and I don't want guys that's, you know, out there drained and tired anyways so we're going to get those guys in good shape mm-hmm. for you can be able to play uh the whole game so that's the main thing with me so it's got to be conditioned yes yeah. yes but i mean it is going to be different mm-hmm. you know those guys going to have to adjust to it and like i said before it's not going to it's not going to happen in one game you no. know it's going to take it's going to take some time you know to get mm-hmm. used to it and hopefully you know by the time that at the end of the season we're right where we need to be with that but it's going to be different well and and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but mm-hmm. folks listening, conditioning is going to be so very important. Yes. Oh yeah, the tired mm-hmm. guys are the guy that gets beat every single yes. time. Right. And that's who that's who the offense and there's the they'll single that guy out and that's who yes. they'll attack. And that usually in happens fact, in the first week. You were over there, yeah. You <laughs> yes. were over there on the North Texas side. Yes. We had one guy that wasn't as good. Right defensively as everybody else we had on the field and that was what got picked on and in that first game that's what happened Mm -hmm. yep Yep. Uh, go at them uh so my understanding is you get two offensive and two defensive specialists yes everybody else is stuck in the game yes if you pull them out they're out for the rest of the quarter quarter yes and then they can go back in yes um so i have uh, you don't have to tell me how you, you're planning on working this, but I have, mm-hmm. uh, once I've read that rule, I think there is a real opportunity near the end of quarters to really play with this system. Yes, yes. Um, yes. If we're on defense and we know, we look up at the clock and we're on defense and we know that we're going to be on defense for the rest of this quarter, mm-hmm. there's some moves you can make. it. Or yes. same thing if you're on offense. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put in some speed guys. You can tailor that because yes. now you turn the ball over or you get a turnover, yes. Maybe you have yes. to uh, adjust. adjust, run a couple situation. of play, yes. r- run a couple of, of kneel down plays to get your guys back in there. Oh no, we'll be we'll be ready for <laughs> any any you know situation that comes up on. But us. but you're already tracking on that. Yes. You already see this this yes. opportunity here at the end of yes. quarters and halves to yes. really play with this um, because I I truly believe that those four minutes, three or four minutes at the end of quarters, end of halves, mm-hmm. um, can really turn games. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. big, um, and if you have before, yeah. if you can give yourself this kind of advantage where, you know, normally I wouldn't have all those guys on the field at the same time. Right. But I get that opportunity right now because I know I'm going to be on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me 
what kind of um, so tell me which which on each side of the ball offensive lineman or defensive lineman uh, wide receivers are defensive backs is mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. um, linebackers are fullbacks fullbacks yes um, where is the hardest transition I would have to say that offensive line, defensive line, I mean, because you can go on defense, you can rush the quarterback, but it's different once you're trying to, you know, block these guys, you know, going to offense and trying to block these guys. You really got to work on that because you don't want to get any quarterback hurt. Right. You know, so that's the main one. Uh, DBs, receivers, I mean, you could adjust to that real fast. Sure. So, yeah, but the offensive line, um, that might be the hardest spot. Well, right and there. then the linebacker to fullback kind of switch is – uh, and I don't want to. I don't want to run down a running back, but a linebacker has to see the whole field. Yes, because you don't know if it's a run play or a pass play, mm-hmm. and you're in that middle kind of no man's land where you yeah. have to react to what's going on. Right. Whereas when you make the switch over to offense and you're a fullback, your job is you know what your job is for that play. Yes, mm-hmm. you don't. I don't want to say you turn your brain off, but it's not going to require the same kind of right. recognition. You have an when assignment. You're on the and that's what you yeah. go do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to you pick up react. that blitzer. I need to carry the ball this side. Mm-hmm. I need, you know. That's why you look for linebackers that can play fullback. Right. You got that's some guys, by the way. Oh yeah. That I'm, right. I'm kind of excited about. All right. See you. All right. Um, yeah. Spe- speaking of ball. speaking of some of those guys, so I, I know, I know you've watched probably to this point ton of film on these guys to know what you have Mm -hmm. and I know you've got an idea of of what you're going to do as far as these players going both ways Um, training camp hasn't started yet you know for for a little bit but have you reached out to some of these guys that you have these ideas about have you talked to them so that they're coming prepared they know like they know that they're going to have a new assignment this this season, and and, and they're getting ready. Yes, it's definitely. Uh, some of those guys, uh, they was great at uh, linebacker. They was great at DN, but some of them, I just told those guys to focus on the offensive side. Now, you know, you guys got to work, you know, on the mm-hmm. offensive side because it's different, man. Yeah. It's different. So some of those transitions are, are a lot harder than people think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely different. So if you got a a great linebacker that was playing last year, lights out might not be you know the best fullback so that's what that's the the issue right there you just guys got to work you got to work hard on the offensive side right now so that's what we're working on so i have a question so of all the players that you've been looking at mm-hmm. and you've been recruiting and all that what percentage are from san antonio and what percentage are from outside of san antonio well it's man we got we have a lot of guys from san antonio right now mm-hmm. and those guys uh those guys are I just feel like those guys are still learning the game right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is a big opportunity for them right mm-hmm. now. So, and, uh, so, like I said, some of those guys are big-time playmakers, but yeah. it was on one side of the ball. So now they got to adjust to the, the other side of the ball, and it's just, it's just tough. So right now it's almost 50-50, I feel okay. like, right now. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. So I got one more question for you, and we'll take a break right okay. after this one. But uh, it's it's – I know the coach answer, so I think I know what answer you're going to give me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we played in the AAL last year. Right. You've played in all different yes. leagues, uh, mm-hmm. up and down, AFL, and all the way down. Um, is the jump in talent that we're going to see when we're playing Austin or the North Texas Bulls or uh, you know the Mississippi Raiders up to – Orlando and Jacksonville, Columbus, mm-hmm. um, these other teams. Is, Albany. Is, yeah, Albany. Albany. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is that something that San Antonio fans need to temper their expectations? Is Are we going into a bigger league with a team that was in a smaller league last year and we need to be – um, we need to be cognizant of that, or do you think you're going to be able to compete on that level? No, we definitely be able to compete because those guys. That's the coach answer, yes. and that's, that's <laughs> the right answer. answer. I'm gonna tell that's you. the correct yeah. answer. Yeah, but right. I'm gonna tell you why because um, the difference is is offensive line, defensive line. Those guys are beasts in uh, the NAL, and then the AAL you can have anyone pretty much playing the defensive line and the uh, offensive line. But that's one thing we went out and recruited this year gotcha. was those guys. So in the receivers and the DBs that we have in the AAL, I mean, those guys are right on. They're spot on. They can play in any league. Gotcha. So, And these guys are going to surprise a lot, a lot of people this year. Okay. So. It's a good we, answer, yeah, Coach. Yeah, we're not, we're not worried about that. Good I answer. love it. Yes, love it. <laughs> Let's take another quick break. When we come back, we will talk uh, a little bit more about some of the things around off the field around the Gunslingers, and then we'll talk about some football stuff. All right. Because uh, there's always football stuff to talk about. It's the one sport that goes year-round. Um, even when we're not playing, there's always something to talk about around football. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk some about that with Coach Fred Shaw. Stay right here with the Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Hingamoth, Marcy Woods, Leo Yama sitting and talking with Coach Fred Shaw during the break. Uh, we don't have live this week, so they didn't get to hear all our conversation about Will Smith and Chris Rock and all of that. Yeah. Maybe that's good. Maybe that is good. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I got to say, Oopsie. by the time this comes out on Wednesday, people this. will be so tired of that. That's like, yeah. they, they are mad that we're talking about it right now. They're like, I've heard about that for three days now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we won't. We won't talk about it. You didn't get to hear our thoughts and our opinions on it. Um, and that's okay. And that's okay. It really doesn't have anything to do with gunslingers anyway. Nope. Um, so, you know the teams that you're going out against this season. Mm-hmm. You know about Jacksonville. You know about Carolina. You know about Columbus um, and Orlando and Albany. I think I got them all. Um, what are you – are any – I know you're not scared of any of those teams. I understand right. that. Um, but which ones are you interested to see how you line up against? You, you – you respect them enough to 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 want to see how this is going to line up, right? Well, I have to. I mean, Orlando, man, you can't you can't look past those guys. They're a pretty good team, you know. They they stepped up last year, you know. They came on at the end of the season, so those guys right there, you know, you got to look at those guys, and you know they're going to come fight, and it's going to be a, a hard matchup for us. But see, this is a good head coach, mm-hmm. yeah. Because when I say who are you looking forward to playing, right? He goes to week one, and he goes, I'm looking for. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at week one. That's what I'm looking at, fella. Yeah, yeah you can't. I'm not game, looking at Albany. At time. I'm yeah. not looking at, at, at right. Jacksonville. Right. Week one. Right. I'm looking at week one. Uh, but be, beyond but that. But to answer your question, yes, uh, Albany is, is one of them, you know, that we're, sure. excited, we're excited about. Well, they're the champs. Too. Yes. I mean. Yeah. Yes, definitely. They got a target on the back. As a competitive, they do. You know, competitive person, you want to be. The best, and to be the best, you got to beat the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's well. And, and how um, do we stack up against the champs? If they're the right. champs, how do we stack up? Yes, um, right. uh, you know that's something I think every coach wants to see is how mm-hmm. do we stack up against the people that are currently holding the the trophy? Right. Yeah. What about on a coaching level? So, you know, we we've already talked. This is your 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 first time as a mm-hmm. head coach. Mm-hmm. So some of these other head coaches out there, I'm sure you're familiar with them. Yes. You know who they are. You know their 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 records and and what they've done. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody out there that, in particular, that that you respect or in in, in a way that you want to see 
the chess match and you want to see how you do between you and that person, that coach. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a few of them. You know, Jacksonville got an amazing coach, you know. And, uh, I mean, he's just I, – I honestly, I played for him, you know. And uh, he's he's one of the best coaches that, you know, play offensive play calls caller that I've, you know, been around. So, and uh, at practice sometime he gave me, you know, a hard time, you know, going against those receivers, you know. <laughs> so, another one is uh, I would have to say Albany. You know, he's, a, mm-hmm. he's just a, a long time. He's a championship coach and – it's going to be tough, but, I, I mean, I accept the challenge, you know. So, it's a, it's a new flavor. It's a new style. And that's what I'm about to bring to the Gunslingers. So, speaking of flavor and style, I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you define your coaching style as? Because we've had a fiery guy that yells and screams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had a guy that doesn't do any of that. And it just, just is uh, even and steady and um, still wears his heart on his sleeve, but he's not, you know, um, energetic. Is that a way? Is that even killed? Very yeah, even, even killed. killed. Yeah. That's a great way to describe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, where do you fall on that? Are you that are spectrum. you uh, a positive energy? I like to give those guys uh you know just you know give them good feedback you know and uh you know if you mess up you know I'm I'm not gonna you know just cuss you out the first time you know I'm just you know try to fix the mistake right then you okay. know but. I mean, like I said, it's going to it's gonna take some time for everybody. So if you jumping on them right now, you know, jumping on their back and just cussing them out, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for them. So my thing is to take it slow, but understand that it's a job that I have to, you know, that I have to do and I have to do my job. So, but I'm just giving them positive energy and good feedback, you know. I will say we did see both kind of coaching styles previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that, and I'm not saying anything good or bad about this person, but one thing that I noticed about uh, the firebrand kind of coaching style is when you're dealing with guys that have nine to five jobs that they're working mm-hmm. and this is something they're doing extra on top of that, that speed all the time begins to wear on them very fast. They get tired of that very fast. Like I, I'm, this is my off time. Right. You know, this is not my job. This is my mm-hmm. off time and this is something I love doing. And I come and this is, I, I get yelled at for uh, the entire, for most of practice. I understand that, but I can, I can see the, the other edge of that sword where you don't want guys out there who th- this is their hobby. You, that's no, not sure. who you want right. to be competing with. You want right. to, you want guys out there that this is their passion. Um, so they they should be able to take some of that, but I see what you're saying too. But uh, you you don't you don't want the hobby guys out there playing that. Oh, I got another job. Yes, this is this is yes. just yeah. You know. So you know. if with that being said, you know, speaking of these other teams that we're going to face, uh, those guys football is their number one job. Okay, they're not worried about uh, a second job. You know, some guys that you know work their whole life and they come into these uh programs mm-hmm. they sure. just they just love the work so they're gonna try to find a second job you know mm-hmm. right but you know most of our guys here right now you know they number one thing is is their job and they just gotta you know it, it, they gotta find a way to you know to separate themselves right now because everyone we face those guys are not you know they're not working two different jobs so their main job is football so mm-hmm. I just don't want those guys, you know, to let that, you know, get in their way. But I understand that, you know, these guys got a, you know, life, you know, sure. wives, you know, kids and everything. So you just got to find a way to 
separate yourself right now. Yeah. And it's going to be tough. It's Sounds like tough. that's going to be one of the big differences yes. in that jump. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From AL to NAL. Yes. Yeah. What's the age group? Because I some, I know last year there were some really young players mm-hmm. and then there were some really old players. And I think coaching also affects their age because, I mean. Right. So what's the age so range? So we go from right now, I believe, uh, the youngest might be 24 and the oldest is 35. Oh, okay. Yes. So That's all young. Yes. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. That's right. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's all young. And how is that on the wear and tear on someone who's a little bit older? Smart. They just know the angles of this game. You know, they know the angles. They don't have to, you know, stress, you know, hey, I got to go do this real fast. No, you just know the angles. Get there. I mean, the, the yeah. older you get, the smarter you get in this game. So they're playing smarter. Yes. Yeah. Football is a very physical game. It's always going to be physical, but... The, the more experience you have, the longer you've been out there, mm-hmm. the smarter you play. And you don't rely so much on that physicality. And uh, you see that. Specifically, you see that with quarterbacks, I think. Yes. Um, because hopefully they're not taking all that punishment through their career. But Right. In yeah. fact, I've long said that, uh, and you're a Cowboys fan, so maybe mm-hmm. you'll agree with me. And if you don't, you don't. Um, but one of the biggest downfalls of a guy like Tony Romo, Mm-hmm. was that he did not adjust his game as he got older. Yes. He played yeah. the game like a 25-year-old kid, yes. even when he was 35 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah. And when you take that kind of punishment and you set yourself up for that kind of punishment, you wind up injured more often than Definitely not. Definitely agree. Concussions, and that's, yeah. that's, that's what happened to yes. him. Like uh, the the final play of his – not final play because he came back in for that, that meaningless game at the end of the year. Um, but that game in um, – uh, preseason against Seattle where he hurt yep. his back and yep. Dak had to come in yep. where we found out who Dak Prescott was. was it for He's running the ball in a meaningless preseason game and gets tackled from behind. Throw the ball away. We don't need you running. You're right. the franchise quarterback <laughs> yep. and you're 35 years old. Yep. Just throw the ball away. And it ended his career. It did. Mm-hmm. It pretty much ended his career. Um, and I've, I've long said that if he had, pl- if he had adjusted his game to his age, he would have played a little longer. I don't know how much longer, um, but a little longer. Yes. So you've been to the new stadium, right? Because last year you saw the Rose Palace, right? Yes. And so this year we're at the Joe Freeman, right? Mm-hmm. It's like so a tell mind us mill. the difference. This is exactly where I was fixing to go. Yeah. Was, what? Was talk- yeah. This is exactly really? where I was fixing to go. Was We've just talk- been doing yeah. this that long. Well, we have apparently been. so. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about Freeman. Freeman is uh, the best place for arena football. You know, we we went into this uh, the stadium and walked around, you know, a little bit, and it was amazing. And you're saying that as somebody who has played in the Alamodo. Yes. Who has seen uh, arena football in the Rose Palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you uh, have toured the Freeman and you've seen that. And, and so when you say this is the best place in San Antonio for arena football, you're coming to yes. that conclusion with some information. Yes. Everything is up close. You know? Okay. It's not a bad seat in the stadium. So everyone's going to be able to, you know catch a football that it goes you know in the stands that's the main thing so and a giant scoreboard up there so everybody knows there you go scores at yes (laughs) time and score yes as long as section 10 is good because that's where we're at right yes section 10 section yeah y'all got your season tickets yes didn't you no no well, you, everyone you know was me. I know. I'm right. okay with being up in the in the press yeah, box. We'll get you right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay being up in the well, press if you're box listening, and working. You better get your tickets. I'm gonna go work at uh, games, y'all. Uh, okay. Y'all go enjoy your games. I'll be working too. Get those I'll season be, tickets. I'll be. Get, that's right. Get those yeah. season tickets. I yeah. got two tickets. And they were. It's super easy. Just call a number. You get an email, and boom, you're done. Yeah. You don't want to miss this for sure. No, no. definitely not. Um. 
what were your uh so you love the seating and, and the mm-hmm. fact that everybody's right on top. Mm-hmm. Um, what can fans do to help you guys? Just come support, you know, and just be loud, man. Just be, be loud, loud the whole time? Yes, the whole time and bring your little Even when you guys are on offense? Uh, not too much on <laughs> Not too much on Because you got to train. Yeah. Yeah. You got to train San Antonio <laughs> fans. We don't know uh, what to do. We, we really football, don't. But yeah, that, we had we some confused. issues with that during yeah. the Commanders games. Wave or no wave. The San Antonio Commanders, not yeah. the Washington Commanders. Oh, no, no, no. San, the real right. Commanders. The original <laughs> real commanders, commanders. Doing the wave at the wrong time and yeah. being too loud. So Either way, we'll adjust to it. So Sure. Yeah, we're learning. We're not going to set those guys back. Um. But because uh, you're so close to the field, Mm -hmm. because it is a contained, and I mean, it's really a wall of people. If you're standing on the field, it is is a wall of people all the way around you. Um, If they are, like, fans will have the opportunity to affect the game if they're willing to get into it enough. We saw that a lot in... um, The Rose Palace? No, no. Uh, college football oh. with UTSA, UTSA this season. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Um, the noise in the mm-hmm. Alamo Dome definitely helped. Uh, helped. It, oh, yeah. it, it, it affected the game. Um, and that's the same kind of mentality that Gunslingers fans need to come with uh, to the Freeman is you can affect the game. Like you can give, uh, you know, two or three penalties. Oh, yeah. Start it adding helps. up. You it know, you, you get some false starts yes. or you get some of that kind of stuff going on. You, you're, you're helping your team. You throw off an offense with being rowdy and raucous and loud. And in arena football, particularly, every possession is really important. Every possession is key. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the Gunslingers. Yes. Last time they were here, the ownership was here. Mm -hmm. You and and the Gunslingers ownership was talking about the cheerleading. Yes. We have more information about that. We do. We have tryouts this weekend. This Um, weekend. This weekend is going to be at the True Fit... um, Park North, I don't have the address, but you have to be there at 8.30 and try out to start at 9. And you don't have to wear a two-piece. That was the thing. That's Woo-hoo! the only reason why I didn't try out last year. Right. right. So I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm going to be there this year. You need a, a photo headshot, you know, be ready to go. So Come on out, guys. And, you and do not want to miss this. The Lady right. Revolvers. What do y'all think about that name? Yeah, so let's talk about Lady Revolvers. Last year, there were six shooters. Right. Yep. Or six-packers. The... Depends who you ask. No, they were never the six-packers. <laughs> Like, I don't know where you're getting that from. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, there's six shooters this year. They're the revolvers. What do you think of the name change? I still have to get used to it. Yeah? Yeah. Does it mean they go around and around? I, I think they're going to have to spin a lot. They right? spin I think they're gonna a have lot. To, okay. They're revolving. That's they're right. Revolver. You know, they're revolvers. They're, 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 they're yeah. referencing the pistol. You know, the pistol. The revolver, I understand so. that. But if you call totally. someone a revolver and they are not a pistol, then they just have to spin a revolving. lot. They have mm. to revolve. Well, we have the same coach coming back, Miss Taylor, and I think... And uh, she's working with another... Who's she working with? You know. Uh, I believe... I don't want to, you know, say this, but I believe Jessica Marie. Okay. Jessica Marie. Yeah. Okay. Um, so- and we're going to sponsor a cheerleader, so I'll be there if somebody wants to show up and doesn't have the $25, look for me, R.C. Woods, I'll be there, and I will give you the 25 you're 20- sponsoring one. Just one? You're not going to sponsor all of them. No, So they got to be one. the first one. No, just one. Come look for me there so at the they- practice. <laughs> If they reach out to you on Facebook, uh, as soon as they hear Facebook. this, yes, you can. They first can one claim to, that spot. First that's one right. to twenty five dollars, and we'll support you. That's and RC Woods. That's right, RC Woods. Or you, RC could, I, well, and or you could do the Smoking Guns uh, Facebook page. Like yeah. that'll get to RC as well. Yeah, yeah, something. But I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're trying out. 
new name. Um, we've already talked about Sheriff Power. We've talked about a lot of the things going on around the team. We talk about mm-hmm. tailgating. We don't know a lot about tailgating. I think we yet. got two hours, and we definitely have to do the RC yeah, the punch. Gates, the gates open two hours ahead of kickoff. I remember yeah. saying yeah. that. So we'll have two hours to tailgate. Um, although the team fast. can neither. Right, uh, encourage nor discourage the tailgating, mm-hmm. but we're just sure. expected by the venue to behave ourselves. Yeah, behave yourselves, which, which we know how to do. We've shown. Um, if yeah. if there's anybody listening who owns a business near the AT and T Center or Freeman, Joe Freeman in that area that has a big lot um, that's that would be open in the mornings um, for pre tailgating. Tailgating, pre-tailgating, tailgating? Pre-tailgating, tailgating. I know Um, there'd be some people that would be up for that. That could be like if you had, um, I don't know, let's say a a distillery um, that had, or a brewery um, that had a lot of space. Down on Houston Street? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just anywhere. I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) Let's say there. Um, That, uh, you know, I think you could probably uh, uh, partner with, gunslingers fans mm-hmm. not oh, yeah. the team because the team's not going to uh maybe maybe there's a podcast out there that you could partner with that mm. uh that oh yeah i'm pretty that's sure there's an a idea podcast that, out there that, that would, would do, do some pre-tailgating like, yeah. party kind of stuff um i don't know i'm just spitballing here these that's are right. ideas right. we're yeah. just throwing these things great out. ideas um find a good one though a good podcast yeah a really good one yeah that talks about football mm-hmm. and and football in san antonio we might know somebody uh, get in contact with us, smokinggunspod.com. Or, yeah, smokinggunspod.com. I think it's said there. Right? Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think it's been we, a while. Smoking no G, guns with a Z, P O D. Right. Yep. Uh, been a while since you've done that. It is. It really <laughs> has been good. a while since we did the. It's a little uh, rusty here. Uh, so, you're going to try out for the revolvers? Yes. You going to make it? Go for it. Uh, if I make it, if I don't, who cares? No, no, this is not the attitude. You got okay, the coach okay. sitting right here. Okay, the be, coach yes, will tell you about positive thinking. Okay, I, you know, you gave me hope when you said the age. That's why I asked, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of way past that 35. Hey, you don't look. Maybe, that's the players. Maybe, maybe I'll the come players. cheer me that's on. A different cheer number, me on right. out there. That's a different number. Who can we invite? For sure, Mo. Mo will come out, right? Cheer me oh, on. Oh, yeah. Iris and, and then Mo maybe Herman. At mine, yeah. And Michael, yeah. who else? Steven. Steve O. If he can bring his flag, I'm sure Steve-O, I will make. Sure. I will make the team if Steve O is out there. Yeah, we've been asking the gunslingers ownership about flags. Oh yeah, and yeah, they're, they're kind of yeah. Yeah, we need to get those flags. Yeah, because uh, uh, those would be put to good use. Trust mm-hmm. me, uh, with the experience we have. Um, but you know, they, they've been a, a little hesitant on that in that uh, aspect for some reason. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Oh, I'm sure. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, there's, there's always. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean. We can make um, smoking guns flags. We have smoking guns coasters. We do. They look really nice. You got coasters. They look uh-huh. cool. You got, I got some earrings. earrings. That's right. What else did you get? Whatever you want, she can make. It's uh, and who's she? Her name is Bling by Trisha. There you go. And I pushed it a lot. She's on Facebook? On, yeah, she's on Facebook. She's on our um, smoking guns podcast. Yeah. She's my bowling partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, you're on a bowling team. Yeah, and she can custom make anything. So those earrings could be like player number 41 oh. or roller. Don't mess with my roller. Or, uh-huh. You know? <laughs> so I think that's pretty cool. Coaster. R- R.C. is a big fan oh, of yeah. Caleb Roller. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh my God. He's so sweet. 
And then his mom made that cowbell for me, and I can shake it. Now, I did have pom-poms. I know you don't know the story, but he sabotages all of my noisemakers. See, I have none here. None. I had a bag full. Where are they, Philip? There's no evidence that I had anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. None. You have no evidence. Uh, I know. I know. This is all circumstantial. You took my tambourine. This is all circumstantial. Hmm. (laughs) You took my little shaker, maraca. All of it's gone. I'm not, I I, I will say I did not take it, but I'm not upset that it is missing. Um, (laughs) Oh, the truth comes out. Yeah, okay, okay. So, uh, Gunslingers football. Um, Just a few weeks away. If you don't have your tickets yet, get that. Um, Get your tickets. Our tickets. Can you go to Ticketmaster.com and get tickets yet? No, you That's have to call to that be number. Soon. Right now, it's still the number, but okay. from what I understand, do we have that number? Pretty soon, they're going to be it. on yes. exclusively through yes. Ticketmaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, but which you got to get those oh, tickets now. I got the number. It's two one zero. It's way better to get them now. Yeah. Two six seven one five seven five. Two one zero two six seven one five seven five says call now last chance. I know with Ticketmaster there's fees and stuff yes. on top of that. And right. right now you, I think you get away it's with the best with price. getting those tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just edge in. But fees. hey, you know, by the time this hits uh, their podcast, their their phone, that might be done. Yeah. Like maybe, like, but it's not like they haven't been told right. already. That's how they're yeah. Right. Uh, they also had some uh, T-shirts, jerseys, oh, jerseys, jerseys. Yep. Some jersey orders that uh, went out the breast cancer, mm-hmm. yeah, and military. Now the military, those are cool. Yeah, good looking stuff. And yeah. those were available until they ran ran out. There right. wasn't a time limitation. Yes. I wonder where they got that where idea did they get from. That? That's a good idea. That is. Yeah. A good That's idea. a really that. good idea. That I wonder where idea. that idea <laughs> came from. Yeah. Um, well, I got a T-shirt when I ordered the t- uh, when I bought the tickets. Yeah, when you buy your season tickets, at least uh, mm-hmm. currently, yeah, uh, there's a T-shirt thrown in there for each season ticket. That's so did right. you buy one ticket? I bought two. You bought two. Mm-hmm. You yeah. take. Are you gonna Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Um, the first game, at least, because <laughs> sometimes we raffle them off. You know what I'll I mean? I'll hang so, out with Jerry. Yeah, yeah. He'll hang out with me and Lolis and RB. RB got his ticket. Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to on the twenty third? Kicking butt, man. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be <laughs> fun. But that—that's definitely one of the things that I'm looking forward to, man. Going out there and getting a dub. It doesn't matter how it comes, you know. It's just as long as we end the game and we have the W. So sure. That's how. That's what I'm looking forward to. As you get closer, are you like losing sleep over? Not in the, like in a in a bad sense, like a nervous sense, but more of a like you just you can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I watch. Uh, man, it's just so many, so much film that I watch. You know, over these past uh, four months, man, it's just. I'm just ready to get this ball going, you know, and get it rolling. Speaking of balls, I heard we got the the, the yeah. official team balls in, mm-hmm. and I hear they're I heard. pretty, Ooh. they're pretty, nice. really nice to look. Yeah. I can't wait till I see one. Yeah. yeah. Now, last season, if like the ball went out, you were able to to keep it. Is that still yeah. the same? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. That's, that's supposed to be the deal. Yeah. All right. So just I mean, throw one to me. These guys are not going to throw them back in the stands. So <laughs> if, they, if they catch a football, just keep it. Okay. Yeah, I, would, like- I already said when I go to. Uh, the you know training camp yeah i'm gonna have to talk to them qbs and maybe slip one of them a 20 or something i'm in section 10 right we right. are in Fourth section row. 10 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, we shouldn't join us. hey but we shouldn't be throwing incomplete <laughs> unless, it, unless it's victory <laughs> if it's victory, yeah, yeah, formation, victory formation, with, with, yeah. formation yeah yes. throw it right into section 10 we will. We'll oh, section 10 that. we'll be right there <laughs> stop the yeah. clock yeah <laughs> That's not what you want in victory formation. Stop the clock, though. No. That's true. That's the game. That's Game's true. over. Drop back five seconds, and we're throwing it to you. There you go. There you go. Is, there it, you go. is it my time for ask questions? I'm dying yes. right here. Okay, great. 
Okay, so I'm just going to kind of spitfire some questions at you. Come on. Um, and see how you do. Okay, what's your nickname? Uh, Ready Freddy. Ready Freddy? Because <laughs> I'm always ready. I love it. Who gave you that nickname? That's <laughs> my mom. Man. Oh, once okay. The, once you get the... That's you right. Know, so sure. talk to That's her. right. We're going to have a mom to yeah. mom pretty soon with Freddy Ready, right? Yeah. Ready Freddy. Oh, Ready Freddy. Okay. Ready Freddy. Yeah. That sounds funny because my brother's name is Fred, so it's going to drive me crazy. Okay. So who's, what's your favorite breakfast taco? Breakfast taco? <sighs> I really don't have one. You know? <gasps> so you're not really a fan of San Antonio. No, I am a fan of like Back up, back up. Come on. So that just means he likes them all the yes, same. I that mean, doesn't mean that no. he doesn't like them. Breakfast is my favorite, you know. Okay, meal, so what do you so. eat for breakfast? Uh, you know, just. If it's not tacos. Uh, just bacon, uh, eggs, just the normal, okay. you know, basic. You I know. thought he was going to throw something yeah. healthy at us. Like, no, <laughs> I have a kale no. shake. Okay. And, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Waffles, pancakes, you know, things like that. Okay. Um, what do you have on your pizza toppings? My pizza, pepperoni and jalapeno. From where? Uh, man. Uh, now it's what's my favorite spot. Mod Pizza. My Pizza? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mod Pizza. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, right top here. two songs in your playlist. Wow. Top two songs, man. I have a lot in my playlist right now. Uh, we ready? We ready? Yes. That's okay. one of them. And uh, eh, uh, I don't know if you a little dirt. You know, that's it. any song that he has right now. I'm just a big okay. fan of his. Okay. So I noticed that you have a lot of tattoos. So tell me about one of them. And what every, they mean? Every tattoo is on me. It's uh, something that means uh, this one right here is just I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's you know, my ten finger prayer. Did you know that? No, I did not. So you use your ten fingers. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There you now go. I, I am now. Philippians four thirteen. Yeah. By the way. Okay. What kind of strength? Yep. He's a pastor. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. My dad's a pastor too. Oh really? Oh nice. Yeah, Very cool. Nice. Very cool. Okay. So I know I'm saying I'm going to be asking this for Leo. Who's your favorite superhero? Superhero. I would have to say Batman. Why? Okay. Because, I mean, Batman just have all the gadgets and gadgets, you know, and just the car that he has right now, the Batmobile. Batman is the correct answer. Yes. That is the correct like, answer. Like, there is That's a correct a good answer, answer, and yeah, that good is the answer. correct yes. answer. Yes. From a head coach, yeah, because Batman's the planner. Batman's right. the one who's got, he's got something planned for every, every case, every scenario. Yes. That's how he beats you. And so that's what you want. That's a well, correct answer from a head coach. I mean, yeah. have I ever told you the Batman-Superman debate in my brain? No. No. Okay, so no. Batman Superman. We have to go into your, your brain now. We're going into your There's brain. A lot of things That's in one of the things you have to talk about. I don't know if I want to go there. Batman Superman. Uh-huh. Um, when I was doing youth, when I was doing youth ministry, I had some kids uh, that asked me which one was my favorite, and I was like, I love them both because I do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, No, that's right. not going to work. You have to have a favorite between the two. And I asked them for a week. A week. A week. Because okay. I have to think about this. This is an important decision. It is. RC. Okay. I All get right. that. Yeah. Um, and so I came back, and they were like, Okay, I was hoping they forgot. And they were like, so who's your favorite? Batman, Superman. They're not going to forget. I was like, Batman. And they were like, why? So here's the deal. Superman has something special about him. Yep. He has superpowers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. He intentionally tries to hide them and be a regular person. Right. That is his preferred way to go. Batman has nothing special about him other than money. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yes. Lots of it. Well, that's but, a big he, thing. but he doesn't have any special powers. No. He doesn't have any of that kind of stuff. But he chooses to do something special with what he mm-hmm. has. He worked for Available to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so because of that, I prefer Batman yes. over Superman. Yes. Uh, now, you want to talk about somebody that overthought 
superheroes. Well, you don't <laughs> feel it. like I overthought it. No, no, because no. You, you're, you're right there with yeah, me. I'm this a, is that's important. Right on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a geek with that stuff. So that's so. why I like Batman better, because Batman could just be, he could just be a rich jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, he could. Tony Stark. He chooses. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they, they are analogs of each other in their, yeah. in mm-hmm. their universes. Um, but he chooses to do something special with the, the, the resources that he has. Right. And that's what we should all do. We mm-hmm. should all choose to do something special with what we have given yes. to us. Yes. Um, okay. Favorite ice cream? Uh, vanilla. Just, just yeah, plain just vanilla? Simple. Yeah, some simple. Right. Vanilla chocolate. Yeah. Favorite donut? Uh, I really try to stay away from donuts. You know, I'm trying to get... Couple of abs. Back. How about those um, munchkins? They're small. What are abs? I have pack. one I don't really know. big ab. Yeah. <laughs> you said the, what's that? What? The donut holes, maybe? Yeah, you know the munchkins, the yes. small ones. Those yes. are really cool. I love those. Yeah. Okay, so yes. what's your favorite flavor of those little munchkins? Of just the the glaze, just mm. normal old wow, glaze. Yes, I'm simple. Kind of basic simple, there. Yes, simple. vanilla glaze donut. Okay, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, a Mercedes 350. Nice. It's just, yeah, oh. it's not too too much. When are you right going to get Texas plates? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they still say Oklahoma. We have a. Uh, you going to give out his plate number too? Right. No, I'm just right, saying. Right. I'm just saying because he says I love San Antonio. Right, I, love I do. Texas. No, I, I love I love San Antonio, and but we do have a sponsor that we just you know. Oh, oh. Seguin Chevrolet. So oh, yeah. So maybe, what, you get new, we're all going to get new cars. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You never know. I you said the Gunslinger know. Corvette sound, has a good yes. ring to it. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yes. I like that. Okay. I'm going to have to walk around and see if they have any Fords on the Do you have any lot. questions for us? Oh, man. I mean, I just Put love you everything you guys do. I mean, it's it's like I said, I feel, I was here for, what, maybe an hour and a half, and I just feel like I'm at home right now. It's just good vibes, good spirit. So what's the one thing that your players are going to get tired of hearing from you? Do you have a catchphrase? Not, I mean, not a catchphrase, but do you have something that you say all the time that you know players are ultimately going to get tired of hearing from you? Well, yeah. Well, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Okay. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I like and that. And that's one thing, you know, that I always say to these guys. Excellent. It might start, you know, a little shaky, but if you finish it right, we'll be right on point. So, Leo, before we end – I do have to talk to you about your Broncos. Mm. Okay. I think you guys have made a mistake. Um, maybe everybody else in the league feels that way, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so the Russell Wilson thing is great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Randy Gregory thing is what I'm specifically going to uh, talk to you about. Uh, okay. Because uh, Randy Gregory, um, if you haven't been keeping up with this, uh, was going to sign with Dallas. Yep. And then he got upset that Dallas was, he says, trying to slip in some language Contract that protected language them. Contract language changed, yeah. Um, what it was was language that would protect them if he got suspended. Mm-hmm. What you need to know about Grandy Gregory is he has been suspended like eight times. Yes. Right. Um, so they situation. were. They What's were, his offense? Huh? What's his offense? That's the thing. Okay, what was the, what most of the offenses I think were. That's maybe. On marijuana. Yes. Right? Yep. And the NFL no longer has those strict restrictions that they did at that time mm-hmm. when it comes to marijuana. So he's not as big a risk as some might think. So I've got no issue with the Dallas Cowboys slipping language into his contract with his history no. to protect. No, it's not at business. All. No. Sure. No. Yeah. All I business. also have no qualms whatsoever with him saying the Broncos aren't putting that same language in and they're offering me the same contract I'm signing there. 
I'm good with both yep. of those things. Yep. Like, I'm all right with the Cowboys trying to protect themselves. I'm okay with the Broncos uh, or with uh, Randy Gregory saying, hey, they're not going to do the same thing to me, so I'm signing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand the animosity. Like, I'm on a bunch of Cowboy fan pages, and people are like, oh, he's a traitor. No, he's mm-hmm. not. He's a businessman. And, I, you know, I don't plan on doing anything wrong that's going to get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. But if this company wants to give me a contract and says, hey, if you get yourself in trouble, we're taking all your money away. And this company says, ah, oh, we're not really worried about that. Right. I'm signing with the company that's yes. not worried about yeah. all that. Smart. I don't want to have to worry about that. Right. That's not a loyalty issue. That's the it's best deal for right. me. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly if you have a history of getting yourself in trouble. So mm-hmm. two reasons I'll tell you why I don't share your, your concern about the Broncos having made a mistake. First and foremost... Every indication, the word out there was that Jerry Jones was livid over losing Gregory to the Broncos in the in the situation that they lost him. Right. right now, he's not that upset if they didn't have high expectations for him. They ah. they didn't they didn't think that he's a caliber player that you know that they could stand to lose. You could no. be right. Okay. But remember, we're talking about Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones yeah, feels true. about his guys like we're family. When he has his guys that he latches onto, and it's kind of weird, the ones he picks and chooses. Right. But he feels like, you know, Tony Romo was his guy. Dak Prescott is his guy. Randy Gregory, I think, was one of those guys that he did everything he possibly could for. And so now that Randy Gregory has left him, I think that was probably what was more livid, mm-hmm. what made him more livid. So he was more livid. He was upset with the player, not at his own people. I yeah. That, I, I mean, I read it the other way, but I mean, I'm it's possible. Yeah, I, I think it's more of I'm livid that we didn't get to keep this guy because I wanted this guy because I've put yeah. so much time and effort and 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 worked with this guy. I thought I wanted to keep him in the fold, and mm-hmm. and he's not one of my guys anymore. And I Makes think that's probably. Um, although Randy Gregory but, is a good defensive he is, end, he's a great yeah. player. He's a great player. Yeah. So that the reason number two why I I'm not yeah, right. so concerned is. Have you seen what an edge player right now, the, the money that are being thrown at you know quality edge players right oh. now? I, I think everybody got in the NFL has lost with, their mind. Yes. They got a bargain with the contract that they gave to Gregory for the caliber player that he is. Mm-hmm. True, he's got to stay on the field to get that production. But I, I, I don't remember the exact contract deals. Was it $70 million over five years, I think? And then you have, like, Von Miller going to Buffalo for yes. that outrageous contract. Six-year contract. Yeah. Yes. Cowboy, He's not going to play six years. No. Cowboy, all fans, that. Cowboy no. fans all kinds of mad that we didn't sign Von Miller. And I was like, to a six-year contract? Yeah, go get your six Good years for him. in Buffalo. Go get, you, go go get, get your money. But I'm not giving you it on my team. There were rumors about him coming back to Denver, which would have been great. You know, my family, my son is Von Miller. That's his Mm -hmm. favorite player of all time. Would have been awesome to just rent him out to the Rams for one year. He'd get his ring and then come back and help us try and get another one. But when I heard the contract that he got going of Buffalo, I was like, good for you, Von. Go get your money. But I'm glad we didn't sign that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everybody has lost their mind in the NFL. Yeah, well, this, I think they got a bargain for Gregory. What they what they signed him. I'll for. tell you what, Cleveland. I I <laughs> hope this works out for him. God, jeez. Wow. I mean, I mean, I hope this works out for him. And the history is not there. No, Quarterbacks no. in Cleveland do not do well. No, 
No, and and now there's going to be another, uh, you know, some legal stuff going on with well, him from another county and, that they still have to deal with. You know wow. what? Take all of that out for a second. And, I mean, you shouldn't because these are things that need to be adjudicated and we need to find yeah. the truth on these things. Mm-hmm. But take all of that out for a second and realize that you just traded three first-round draft picks mm-hmm. and gave a guaranteed $260 million contract to one player. Guaranteed. Mm. That's too much. Mm. Too much. In a franchise that has consistently been a losing franchise. Yep. Like yep. They've, they've tried to climb out over the past couple of years with some mixed results. Uh, my, my feeling is you've committed so much in draft picks and money to this guy that mm-hmm. if he does not turn around the culture of your franchise and win you multiple Super Bowls, it is a failure of a, of a deal. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Which so- means... If his name, that's a big order to fill. And this guy's name is not Brady Mm -hmm. and it's not Montana. And that's Mm -hmm. the only two guys that I think are worth what Cleveland has decided to do here. So a friend of mine had a good point on that. This was obviously kind of panic mode decision by the, by the Cleveland Browns, Mm -hmm. but the decision, I think he's, he's onto something here actually had nothing to do with the Cleveland Browns and what they're going to do on the field. It had more. It, it had a lot to do with competing with the other NFL team, right right around the corner from them, the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, as with the success the Bengals have had, and now they got that quarterback with Joe Burrow, I I think he's right when he said the the Browns now feel the heat where now not only do they have to try and compete and win games. They gotta they gotta compete to keep their own fan base. Yes. Because they're gonna lose fans to the Bengals because they're just they're so close by, the proximity. It'd be easy to to lose that money. And so they're like, we need we need a name. We need somebody to bring in that's gonna get fans excited, even though there's you know some controversy there. But this was kind of a move of desperation to keep up with their neighbor. I'm 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 not saying that's that that's business. not true. Yes, business. Um, however, looking at that division, if you'd have just stuck with Baker Mayfield and made some of the other deals you've made this offseason, bringing in Amari Cooper, some of those kind of things, um, if you stay with Baker Mayfield, then you're the you're still the at least the second best yeah. team in that division. By that point, there was no sticking with Baker Mayfield though, because of his reaction. Well, right. to just hearing that they were looking into it, which as a professional, that was that was a pour on him. Like you, you, you got to realize you're, you're a professional. It's a business, and they're always going to be looking. I mean, I don't know. I've know. been I've yeah. been dragging this team along for four years. I've done everything I can do. I've played my heart out. I wear my heart on my sleeve because Baker does, um, and. But you him- immediately want to go court a guy that didn't play last year, that has 22 different allegations of stuff that could get him in trouble, mm. and that's more important than me. That's better than me. I've given four years, five years to this organization, yes. and that's better. If Mayfield had been able to get him you know, more success on the oh, field, no. then, I understand. then he wouldn't have been in that I situation. I understand looking at it from the outside looking in, but looking at it from where Baker is, I can see how that's a slap in the face. That's what bit. I was going to say. So now he's demanding a trade, and you hear And he's going to get traded. It's crickets. Well, I mean, it's going to wind up somewhere. There's, not, there's not a lot of teams that want him, especially as a starter. 
And you know what? He's not going to get traded until you know when he's going to get traded? Draft day. Yeah. Because whatever team sure. is in need of a quarterback, they're going to try and go draft somebody. Mm-hmm. And if somebody jumps in front of them and gets their guy, then they're going to be on the horn with Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That's so, what's going to happen. So yes. there are two quarterbacks out there right now that are on the trade block that will get traded by the time we play football again. It's Baker Mayfield and it's yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Like yeah. These two guys mm-hmm. are going to wind up somewhere. In fact, mm-hmm. today I think John Lynch came out, and today being Monday, uh, John Lynch came out and said, we're not cutting Jimmy Garoppolo, which doesn't yeah. mean he's <laughs> playing. Not yeah. Yeah. Just not it's him. just, hey, don't wait for him to hit the waiver wire. If you want him, you need to come offer us something and trade mm-hmm. for him. Um, and I don't know what teams are out there anymore looking for the next guy. Um, There's not the Colts, a whole Seattle. The Colts have found their guy. Seattle needs a guy. Um but man, the Colts and the Commanders have both found their guy. The Colts got their guy for a pack of peanuts, man. Right. I mean, <laughs> so, so here's the rumors that I heard. Uh, there was a rumor out there early on in the uh, the period of you know where you could start trading that the Colts offered San Francisco a three for Garoppolo, mm. and they turned him down because they thought he was worth at least a two or better, which mm-hmm. they're not going to get. For mm-hmm. Garoppolo. No. But they, they got greedy and they said, we want a two or better. And so they didn't get him. So the Colts went into a little bit of panic mode. Didn't know what they were going to do at quarterback. They knew they didn't want to keep Wentz around. That's not the guy. Right. Um, they wound up with Matt Ryan. And I've just got to be I got to be honest. You want to talk about lucking into a better quarterback than what you almost traded for. You almost yeah. got Jimmy Garoppolo. If they'd have said yes to a three, you'd have Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you have Matt Ryan. I'd I realize he's Matt at the Ryan. end of his career. Yeah, I'd still rather all have of those Matt kind Ryan. of things. Yes. I'd much rather have Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yes. And, he, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Matt Ryan's got to be excited because the team that he's playing for is worlds better than mm-hmm. than the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. Mm. The yeah. AFC is loaded this this season. I mean, it's anybody's. It's anybody's game that in the well, AFC. So man. there's a franchise that needs a quarterback. Atlanta needs something. Yeah. Baker. Baker. Mayfield, so Baker. Baker. Seattle. Baker could go there. Yep. Houston. Well, Houston needs a quarterback. Uh, I hear they're going to run with David Mills, and they're excited they about say. that. That's what they say. But you never know with the I mean, Texans. I don't know. Yeah. Do you get excited about David Mills? I guess you get as excited about running into a season with David Mills as you do with Lovey Smith being your head coach. I mean, it, I like Lovey Smith. I like no. I love Lovey Smith. I like the one he really was with like the Bears. Um, I really, really like Lovey Smith, but that was about their fifth choice. Yes, <laughs> like they wanted yes. other guys as head coach. They wound up with about a fifth choice. But I will say he needs to dye his beard. Just um, saying. Hey, if he's comfortable, like, do you, coach? Mm. Um, I'm just saying. But it is. I mean, it is gray. Yeah. It is. It is Santa Claus territory. Mm. The black Santa Uh, Claus. And you're you're running with the beard. Yeah. Um, Trying to, you know, keep it together. Yeah. Would you let you, if it starts graying, are you going to let it go? I'm going to just let it go. Okay. Just let it go. Hmm. I always said the same thing. Uh, (laughs) um, Mine is headed that way. Yeah. I mean, it it just happens. Jerry yeah. dies it. Really? I don't know if I should have said that, but well, you did. Oh well. And I mean, I'll tell people. I I had a big important meeting a couple it's weeks out ago, there, so Jerry. I I went ahead and dyed mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a big gray right through here mm-hmm. through the center of it, and I went back and dyed it. It feels better. Like I feel younger. No, but just a little more confident when I look in the mirror. I like what I see a little better than than the gray shirt. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the color right. in it. Okay. Um. <laughs> You know, it's just one of the, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. My wife talked me into it for this meeting, and once I did it, I was like, all right, okay. I'll do that. 
so, but you're excited about Russell Wilson. Like, you're sure that's going to oh, be God, the difference. Yes. Having Dangerous under center. <laughs> I mean, we're relevant again. Thank you. It's, it's, I'm, I'm super excited. That AFC West is just going to be wild. Man. Like, they call it, say, the Wild West. It's really going to be wild this season. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we may not win the division. You got the Chiefs there. You got the Chargers, but... It's well, going to be a battle for sure. And the Chargers defensive line all of oh. a sudden is just scary. Really yes. scary. Yes. I mean, they got Bosa on one side, and now they've got uh, – um, who did they just pick up? Uh, the guy from the Bears that was with the Raiders. Uh, Mac. Oh, yeah. Khalil Mack. Khalil yeah. Mack, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be – Russell yeah. Wilson's probably now looking at things and going, wait, can I go back to Seattle? i got to play this team twice a year. Can I go back to Seattle? Mm-hmm. So, as a Cowboy fan, mm-hmm. um, what are your what are your realistic hopes for the Cowboys? We we just need to get out of the first round of playoffs. Okay, I know that's it. <laughs> do you think what, do what change? If I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna purchase the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm gonna make you my general manager. Mm-hmm. We're gonna nice. do that. Yes. What's the first thing you're gonna do? C.D. Lamb is our number one receiver. Okay. Right now. That's it. That's your first move. That's it. I'm making. You're I'm leaving making, Mike McCarthy in the head coaching spot. I'm leaving him, yes. As oh. a, as a See, right, my very as a, first as change. A right now, as a right now, I'm going to leave him in the head coaching <laughs> my spot. My very first change is, Mike, you got to go. Huh? Got to go. Goodbye, sir. Yes. Decision making was kind of off this year. Um, I just, I, the only thing. That we get a head coach with Jerry Jones making these decisions are guys that are never going to say no to Jerry, not football guys. Yes. Um, Mike McCarthy is a yes man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jason Garrett was a yes man. Mm -hmm. The only time we've ever had any success with with Jerry Jones calling shots was Jimmy Johnson, not Mm -hmm. a yes man, football guy, and Bill Parcells, not a yes man, football guy. So I was going to ask you, who would you bring back? What if do you, you mean, could, bring back? If you Jimmy? could bring back a coach, what, who would you bring back for the Cowboys? Uh, Jimmy, the game's probably past Jimmy. It is. It's definitely past. Um, he yeah. just was a great coach. Though. He was a great yeah, coach. He was a great coach. But, um, but I would them. be looking for some of those younger uh, offensive coordinators. I'd give guys shots. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, there's a there's another Sean McVay out there somewhere. There There's some of these guys are out there. Mike you just got to go find them. Oklahoma State. Ooh. He's a man. He's 40. He is a man. Actually, now he's 50, <laughs> I think. Um, What's wrong with 50? Nothing. Right. Okay, good. There was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Mike Gundy, uh, years ago, uh, 12, yeah. 15 yeah. years ago, yeah. um, some writers were writing bad things about his quarterback. Bobby mm-hmm. Reed, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he got very upset in a press conference. with one. Of, he saw one of those reporters, and mm-hmm. he started talking about, I can't believe you're out here just running a kid down. That's a kid. He's, you know, he's doing the best he can, and he's a kid. Yeah. You want to come after somebody? Come after me. I'm, I'm a man. 40. I'm 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it became a sound bite that you yeah. hear all the time. I'm yeah. a man. I'm 40. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. So now he's like 55, but yeah. he's still 40 as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, CeeDee Lamb, you're that, you're that yes. convinced that he's the guy. Yes, he is. He's the number one receiver in this league. He is. He's a good-time, yeah. big-time player. I think the first thing I'd do is get rid of Mike McCarthy, and the second thing I'd do is figure out what I'm going to do uh, to separate Zeke. from Zeke. Zeke. I was going to say, when is his contract Zeke. up? Oh, yeah. gosh. Zeke, Zeke is That's holding a, us back. I think we are two That's years a, into an eight-year deal. Yep. Oh, my big gosh. With a lot of guaranteed money. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a mess. Give it to him and let him go. Uh, sure. Take your money. 
get out of here. We'll take the cap hit. We'll be bad for two or three years, but we're going to be a lot better off in the long run. Uh, Do not give big money to running backs ever. Ever. It just doesn't work. It's it's not their fault. The position is is different. Yeah, the position just beat you up too bad. By the time you're through that rookie contract, you're already declining. No matter what you did on that rookie contract, you're already declining. It's unfortunate, but it it is the truth of the game. And so... Maybe they need to change something collective bargaining-wise because they can't get much on that rookie contract. And so maybe something needs to change there. But giving big money to running back has not worked out for anybody in the past 20 years. I can't think of a single one past uh, LaDainian Tomlinson that that might have worked out for. I think that's the last guy that, that was good – for a long time. For a while. Yeah. Pete Peterson was out there a long uh, time. Adrian too. Peterson. But yes. he never got the big money. Like, nobody uh-huh. ever gave him. Well, yeah, he did. He, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota did. A little bit. You're right. So, Adrian Peterson's probably the last one. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about two guys in 20 years yeah. that fit the yeah. bill. Um, no, you just don't give them big money to, to running backs. It burns you. It, and it hurts you. It hurts in a cap era. It hurts. Oh, yeah. A lot. But we don't get to worry about uh, all of that. We don't have to worry about that because we got all. a completely different system in the NAL and yes. with the gunslingers. Um, so you're excited for the 23rd? I am excited, man. Just I'm around just the ready. corner. I'm ready. Everyone's what, uh, And you've got camp coming up starting next week. Yes. When are y'all out there? Uh, the 4th. Uh, what yes. days are y'all out there? Monday, uh, Monday Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, 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 Wednesday, Wednesday. Yes. Um, and that's at Sporty. They're off Pearsall Road. Mm-hmm. It's open to fans. They can come out and take a look. Yep. See what's $3, going on. Though. Yeah, yeah, you have right. to pay Sporty to get in. I think it's three bucks. But come out, enjoy. We'll be there, right? Maybe on Monday. Yeah, we'll oh, probably there, try to yeah. get out there mm-hmm. some. Come out. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you expect to see in training camp? Like, what What are the things you've got to figure out in training camp? I just want to see these guys compete. Okay, you know, compete with uh, against each other, and I mean. Right now, I have an idea who's going to be sure. know, who's going to be on that field come the twenty third. But I want to see those guys compete, and if somebody you know surprises, I mean, hey, the best men they play. Sure. So sure, that's it. And just understand that I mean, everything is uh, like I said, everything is not going to be uh, perfect at you know the start, but it's going to get there. You know, the ownership, you know, those guys are doing a great job, and that's when you guys uh, speak on the flags. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. getting into the NAL. Oh, so. yeah. They, no, yeah, they've got so, a lot of well, moving they've been, pieces yeah. they've been taking care Super of. Super busy. So, yep. so that's that's just the reason why I say that. But work with us, and I promise you, we'll get it done. We'll Excellent. get it done. Excellent. Well, I think we need to wrap it up. Yeah, it's been great having you, Coach. Yeah, we yeah, really appreciate we'll get to have you again sometime oh, yeah, during the season. That mic is back. open for you anytime. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, we'd love to talk to you more as we get into the season. Okay. Um, talk to you about the, the undefeated season that you're putting together oh, yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever yes. Case may be. <laughs> 12 and 0. Let's go. Uh, if you were to make a prediction, what would your prediction be? It's the coach. It's the coach's answer, and it's just one and zero each week. Thank you so much. Each week, <laughs> that is the right answer. Each week, that's the first so. time we um, get that answer. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is the right answer. Uh, today, Cody Brooks was out at Seguin Chevrolet mm-hmm. uh, doing a promotional visit, and he and JJ went on mm-hmm. um, to Facebook Live for a few minutes, and somebody asked him something similar, and he started out with. 
we just take it one week at a time. And that was great. And then by the end of it, he was like, but like eight and four. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> let's just worry yeah. about one week one at game. a time. Be one, one and oh, every yeah. week, every week. Uh, I love that. Do That's the mentality. Yes, sir. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up there, mm-hmm. but we've got a message for all of those. Uh, what is it? Uh, cobras out in Carolina. Oh, yes. All the sharks in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. the predators that are prowling around in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, the lions in Columbus. Yes. Kitty cats. Uh, the, yeah. the empire, that is the evil empire up there in Albany. Yeah. Mm. We've got a message when it comes to arena football for all of those places. And that is when, uh, when it comes to arena football, the 210 has got something to say. Bang, bang.